I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back, bitches, on the Secret Mum Club. I'm Safina. I'm Emma. And we're back on this podcast where we just share loads of shit from <laughs> secrets, dilemmas, arguments. Literally shit. Bumholes. Sometimes. Poo at Waterloo. Share it all with us because this is a shave, shave space. <laughs> this is a shave space. Shave space. And oh, we yeah. have not been drinking it's Prosecco. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. We have not been drinking. I swear. And then we're going to go over to Emma and her very professional voice. Go. Join us in our safe space. You can be totally anonymous. Or serious or silly. <laughs> I miss my cue. And all the secrets are welcome here in, in Secret, Secret Mum, Mum Club. Club. Best intro we've ever had. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? I feel like we should ask you about your week first. Safe space. Shave space. <laughs> I'm still laughing about that. We've had one coffee each and we're totally pissed. Shave space. <laughs> How is your week been? Do you know what? My week has been quite full on. I'm solo parenting this week. My husband's away filming a TV show for Um, a week. You never told me this. How have you not told me this until now? It happens quite a lot because he works about 15 jobs. So he... Is um, it Johnny Depp? (laughs) In disguise. (laughs) He works a lot. And sometimes that involves going away. So I've got the baby uh, on my own this week, which just involves a lot of like juggling work, finding things for him to do every day. And um, then also just asking my mum to come up and help me, please. Does your mum live local? She lives about an hour away. So she oh. is up helping me out this week, which is a massive, Relief. massive help. Oh, it's so nice. And because I go to work really early in the morning, it means she gets up with the baby. Days that he goes to nursery, she can drop him off. Yada, yada, yada. And she gets some quality time with him. Yeah, I think she's having a bit too much of that at the oh. moment. She's seen him quite a lot. Um, and she does keep mentioning how tired she is. I'm like, mum, Look, you wanted grandchildren, so be Suck careful what you wish for. Suck it up. Suck it up, Nicola. Should have thought. <laughs> Should have thought about that before you started popping us yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. But she's got Joseph, fifteen months old, and she's also got um, my Your sister's nephew. yeah kid, my nephew. Uh, he's two and a half, and he's having a very challenging toddler phase at the moment. So my poor mum, she is a little bit tired. Um, but look, we've just been trying to fill our days with like, what do you do with a fifth- fun shit? Oh, honestly, there's only so many parks you can go to. It gets boring at a point. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. He's obsessed with a swing. So it's just swing, swing, swings. We went to the swimming pool the other day. That turned out to be eventful. He does not love it, but I'm determined for him to be 
confident in the water. So I'm really pushing through with the swimming, yeah. which I don't know how much you've taken your swimming, but it's a fucking ball ache. It was an ordeal. Oh. And what's with the sweaty changing room? Honestly. And you, where do you put the child? We talked about this when you're in the toilet, but where do you put them in the bloody changing room? You need to have like eight arms and legs, I swear, to be able to manage it all. It's like you go in there, you've got a massive bag, you've got your stuff, you've got the baby stuff. You need to put the buggy somewhere. You need to put stuff safe in a locker. You need to get a swimming nappy on them. You need to have a happy nappy on them. You need to have a swimsuit on them, which are the tightest things in the world. world getting them off is even harder when they're wet yep. and they're unhappy and they're crying and they want a snack and you're like stay off the dirty floor or you've done a poo in your swim nappy what do I do with that I want a bit of banana it's just honestly it's an ordeal it's do you know chaos. what I did it twice and never done it again but both of them can't swim <laughs> neither of them I want him to be a good swimmer but I'm like at what cost it's just stressful. take him to a swimming class where they take your child and you just sit in the sauna <laughs> and watch. You go to the You're spa. no better off of going in there or staying out because you're just as wet in the waiting no, room I've as you would I've be. No, I've done private lessons and you have to still go in with them. What I need... What, in the pool? Yes. What the point are you yes. am I paying for? I know. No. I want a swimming pool crash to be invented yeah. where you can just throw them in, see in half an hour. Not in the pool, in the crash. Well... <laughs> chuck them in see if they float we had a, speaking of float we had an emergency evacuation of the pool the other day because of floating it's the only reason I can think of why the pool would be evacuated do you instantly go to Kevin and Perry when the floater yes. just comes yeah, yeah 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 as soon as they were like everybody out right now I thought there's only one thing it can be floater someone found my shit <laughs> So never again. Oh, no. It's, it's <sighs> that bit. What puts me off is the actual getting changed bit. Oh, man. The getting changed. And when you walk out and you feel like you're wearing a boiler suit. I feel like I walk out like Joey from Friends when he gets on the plane and he wears all, all of the his layers. Yeah. And he lunges oh. with no pants on. That's me when I leave. And you come out. It's just, it's tiring. And it's, then you need to go home for a nap. It's and, hot and stressful. Yeah. And it's only for half an hour of swimming, really. Is God. it worth it? No, it's not worth it. Anyway, how's your week been, love? It probably is just as traumatic as your swimming. Go on, beat that. Oh, oh beat it, beat <laughs> it, beat it. Don't spit your water out. <laughs> I, I went to hospital. Not for oh, me. No. For little Miss Dot. Oh, why? Because oh, we're sick again. Oh, I just, what is it this time? So, <laughs> Muggle up. <they're> just, <laughs> so basically, she come home from school Friday absolutely fine and dandy. She had her dinner. Everything was great. She went to bed. She didn't eat as much as she normally would do, but that's none toward. It's been a long yeah. week. She shattered come Friday Friday evening. So she went to bed. She woke up at about 1.30 oh. and she asked if she could have her lamp on. So we turned the lamp on. And then the next thing I know, she come out and she was just like, I've been sick in my bed. Oh. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I was like, was it a lot of sick? And she was like, yeah, it's quite a lot. So I went in. I'm always the person that investigates the sick. You're not really down with the sick because Joseph's not a sick baby. He's not baby. being sick yet. No, but you have to investigate it for 111. Like when you're phoning the, the service, you're not, not the emergency service, like the health line yeah, to help yeah. you. They always say, is there any blood or any green so in the sick? So you look through it. So you, yeah, not like with a with a toothpick. No. You just have to quick ooh, quick glance, mm. you know, quick glance at the, at the sick. So I checked it all before I put it in the washing machine. She went back off to sleep absolutely fine. Woke up in the morning, did our normal little morning cuddle, then looked at her. She was covered in blood spots <gasps> all over her face. My first intuition was to panic because they tell you to get a glass, run the glass yeah. over it. We've Literally, any, it anytime there's a rash, it's anytime. panic, isn't it? Yeah, it's panic. So I run the glass over, nothing, didn't go away, stayed there. So I shit myself, text my sister-in-law because she's in the medical profession. 
and asked for her advice. So she told me to download this app. So I went through the app and then she was giving me her knowledge. And then she was like, do you know what? So just phone 111 for peace of mind. I was like, I've gone through every step that I possibly can. Let's phone 111. They were incredible. As always, I've never had a bad experience with 111. I absolutely adore them. So they got me all the out of hours GP. So we did that, went to a GP, absolutely stunning GP. It was hilarious, made my morning. <laughs> but bless his heart, he went through everything after jabbing a stick down her throat and she was traumatised by this stick because he was like, open up your tongue, poke your tongue out, and down her throat. She was, like, she was like, don't do that again to this doctor. And bless his heart, he was like... I want you to go and get a second opinion. Mm. I want you to go down to A&E. So I was like, right, okay, it's no trouble. A&E is always the answer, isn't it? At the end of it, just take them to A&E. I just don't always. Ever, I don't ever go to A&E. Oh, no. It's not a hospital. I just would rather try and solve it as best as I can without wasting anybody's time mm. because I'm a, I'm a warrior. I panic about wasting NHS's time, you know? Yeah. So we went down to 111, instantly took her in, but it was... God bless him. It was an ordeal from the moment we walked in. Chaos. Yes. Yeah, so they put these patches on her, like numbing patches, to take her blood test. So we had to do a wee sample. That was traumatic. She wanted to know why my hand was under <laughs> her with a bucket while she needed a wee. I was like, darling, I need a wee sample. And she was going, don't look at me. Don't look at me while I'm weeing. I was like, oh, okay. So then it was all on my hand. It was, the tub was in the bleach down the toilet. It was it was traumatic. At least you can explain it to her. Have you ever had to try and get a wee sample off a baby? You just have yeah. to follow them around until they piss yeah. with their nappy off. Well, yeah, with the potty. You just hold the potty <laughs> under them, don't you? Follow them around. So we did the wee sample. And then we had to wait an hour for the numbing cream to work because they wanted to take blood tests to try Aww. and get an answer for the, the rash on her face. So bless them, they put the cannula in. Oh. But they couldn't get the cannula to stay in because they'd pinched a vessel in oh. her hand. So we had to, we just had to leave the cannula out. <sighs> so we waited two and a half hours. Bear in mind, they told us it was an hour. An hour for the bloods to come in. So we waited two and a half hours. And they come in, they were like, we're so sorry, but we've lost. <laughs> no. We've lost her blood samples. Got to do it again. So, you know, like in when you go into the bank and they put the money in the tube and it goes yeah, up yeah. the tube. That's what they did with their bloods to go to the lab. And for some... Got lost in the system. And they just can't find them. <gasps> so they were like, we're going to have to do it again. again. So we were three hours, oh, three and a half hours Christ. deep on a four hour numbing cream. She felt the whole lot. Oh. But broke my heart because she... She couldn't, because um, where her throat was so sore, she couldn't cry. So there was like no sound. <laughs> I haven't even told you that story I've ever she had They checked her throat and they were going to her sweetheart. Is your, is your throat sore? And she was like, no, no, my throat's fine. She was like, oh, does she get tonsillitis all the time? I was like, no, this is the first time. And they were like, this is really bad considering this is her first time. So that's time. what she had? So she's got tonsillitis. I missed that. Skip that bit completely. She I've had 10 to her because waiting for the outcome. Sorry, tonsillitis oh. and tonsil stones. What's tonsil stones? Basically just like little stones in, in your, your tonsils. tonsils and you can push them out. <gasps> so she was, at, yeah, so they went through all the blood samples. So we got diagnosed with tonsillitis and they gave us some antibiotics. But we went through this massive trauma. That was more traumatic than them telling us it was tonsils. So we then had to have another cannula put in the hand and she was crying so much that no sound was coming oh. out she was just in absolute floods of tears and the doctor was like can I get you anything Dotty she was just like I just really want to be at home with my dad oh. and my dogs and my brother and they were like can we get you a drink she was like no get me my dad oh. <laughs> and it was really traumatic and the doctor felt insanely bad she got her tonsils out they did they did at one point they did at one point question it but they were like Do you know what 
let's just give her some antibiotics, see how she goes. And we got sent on our way. So we were in there six and a half hours. Bloody we hell, so a week. I said, what you're saying? I said to Ben on the way in, when I tell you this girl is indestructible, she has the, even the doctor was like, her pain threshold must be so insanely high because she has just taken this like an absolute champ. Like a cannula and is bad enough for an adult, but for a five-year-old, come on. And she was like, don't ever ever take me here again i was like well to be honest hun i don't want to do it as a day out i don't want to be here for six and a half hours of, of me life. off me saturday horrendous horrendous God, i think that beats my week fair play so do you have a secret you want to share with us because we want you to get in touch and join us in the Secret Mum Club. Share the load. And email us. It's hello at secretmumpod.com or you can find us on TikTok and Instagram. Just search for Secret Mum Pod. We want to hear all your secrets. And they can be anything, like we've said, from serious to silly. You can be totally anonymous. Because between us, we've probably heard it all before. Yeah. And remember. Remember. We're all in this together and we know that we Shit, can. We looked up We're the words. all stars. And we, and we see, see that. I'm out. I'm out. Tap out. <laughs> We're just going to roll into my secret of the week. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to put my hand on my heart and tell you I'm embarrassed. I'm insanely embarrassed. I didn't even go onto Instagram and talk about it. I haven't talked about it because I did have to process it myself. I had to have a little cry about it. It's been an ordeal. What's happened? And if I'm honest with you, I'm totally traumatized by it. Go on. So we've had, there's a thing at school where they have like a little procedure where you have thinking cloud, okay. thunder cloud, you go to the head teacher. On the other token, you get the rainbow cloud, the sunshine, and they, they promote positive, positive behavior. And they also want you to think about your bad behavior. So it's like a kind of dis disciplinary yeah, system. Yeah, like a little chart. Like if you've been a little bit naughty, yeah. you go on the thinking cloud. Yeah. Right, okay. It's not a big deal. The thinking cloud isn't a big deal. The thunder cloud, on the other hand, it's, yeah, it's not good. Like okay. you've done something bad, like you've punched a kid in the face right. and you need to be on the thunder cloud sure. because that shit is bad. Okay. Thinking cloud is when you've been told maybe once not to do it. And you've done it again. And they kind of just want you to think about your actions. Right. Five days in a row. No. Every day last week, we were on the thinking, thinking cloud. cloud. No, what happened? And it was the point where the problem is, is Colby comes out the classroom and he says, oh, mum, I've got something around. I really need to tell you. I've been put on the thinking cloud. And I was like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, what happened? We talk about it very openly. We're very positive about it. And I don't want him to ever feel like he can't tell me yeah. something. So we're always really honest and we're always open and we talk about it. And it got to day three and he come out of the classroom and he was like, before we go anywhere, mum, I was on the thinking cloud again. I was like, you joking, dude. This is day three. Like, what is going on? So I went to the teacher and it was kind of a little bit of a, well, we've been talking about Colby's behaviour and I've had to say multiple things to him and it's been happening over the last couple of weeks. And I was just kind of like, this is all really new to me. Like, where has this come from? Like, you haven't spoken to me about this before. Mm. And I was cross, not at the teacher for not telling me, but cross that I was only just finding it out now. Yeah. So I did call a meeting. I went into... I was that mum and I went in on the Friday and I called a meeting and I was like, I need to talk about it. I need to get it off my chest. I need to know what's going on because if you're not telling me, I can't deal with it at home. Yeah. So I did. I went in and I had a meeting with them and we talked about it. We talked about where Colby's at and his behaviour. And they made me feel a, a very at ease. They said that it's quite common for year twos to go, the boys to go through a little bit of a hormone change. Not oh. many of them go through it, but it's quite a common thing. And he has, he has got a little behaviour book. And I feel bad because he's like, 
I've got this behaviour book, but no one else has got it. Oh. And it's it's just Colby is a little bit, he gets a little bit overexcited. Is that what you think it is? Yeah, he's a little bit, like at home, he'll get a little bit overexcited and he'll do like this little spin out of his, when he's sat on the sofa and he'll do like this spin and jump and he likes to make these, he does this Ronaldinho <laughs> foo football shout out every time he does something good and he's loud and... We express it. We love it. Yeah. I'm, way, I'm so in for the big personalities and the boisterousness. And maybe I'm a little bit maybe at fault to not just say, this is calm time. We bit. need to tone it down a little bit. So he is, uh, and I feel sad for him. I have, it's broken my heart a little bit that I feel like I've got to cap him and cap his little personality yeah. and rein him in a little bit. But I feel like we just talked to him about it. We was like, it's a time and a place. And Fun, the fun stuff just has to happen in the playground. Yeah. And then we have to, because we're a family of, we just all talk over each other. Mm. Not so much me. Okay, maybe me <laughs> a little. <laughs> really? But Chris is, Chris is such a talker over. And I'll say to him, dude, I'm trying to talk to Colby this week about talking over him. And you're just talking over <laughs> yeah. me. And we're like, we're having like this family domestic this week of talking over. But no, I have been a little bit sad about it. Oh, it's hard when they go to school because we're not there yet. But no. I imagine like, you don't know what, it's like a bit like nursery. Like yeah. you just put, put them in there and you don't know what they're up to. You, you know, fuck all. You don't know what they're no. doing. And you don't want to like curb their like enthusiasm. Or no, like clip their wings. No, but also they do need to they be able to, to like not be disruptive in the yeah. classroom. But at least it feels like he can express himself at yes. home, which is nice. We keep it very open at yeah. home. And he even comes home and he's like, "Do you know what, Mum? I had a really good day today. I listened. I didn't run to the toilet." And he said to me, "He come out one day and he was like, I'm not going to lie to you, Mum. I run. I run <laughs> to the toilet." Because I nearly pooed myself. I was like, do you know what, dude? Take the thinking card for that one. <laughs> like mother, like son. No one needs any sharding in the pants. Because <laughs> otherwise you would have been commando all hey, day. at least he's got pants on. Exactly. Am I right? Unlike his sister. <laughs> She's busting out commando. Ben would like to go for a break. He needs a poo. So we're going to leave it here and we'll come back to you on secret number one when Ben has pooped. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Right, all the bowels are clear and we're back. <laughs> back in the room, everybody. And Emma is going to kick us off with secret number one. It says, hi, Sophie and Emma. I wanted to talk about competitiveness. It's hilarious and starts very early. Oh, we know. Oh, my little cherub already knows the alphabet at 18 months. My darling child can complete the Rubik's Cube blindfold and they're only two years old. <laughs> Actually, Joseph can already do a Rubik's Cube. No, I'm joking. It's madness. It is madness. It's fucking wild. Honestly, anything that people can be competitive about, they'll be competitive And about. it's always that one thing when you go, oh, yeah, he's got a tooth. And they're like, yeah, he's got 13. Yeah. yeah. All right. You don't yeah. win any prizes for having loads of teeth. Teeth. No, it pisses me off. Yeah. And they, it, yeah, I, d- I don't think there's any getting past this. I feel like we're all in this shit. Does it not get, because I feel like with babies. No, it doesn't oh, get any It doesn't easier. get any better. It doesn't, probably gets worse. Even when you're up the school and they're like, oh, yeah, they're on the white book. Now they're on the gold. I don't know what, I don't even know what, what. I don't, what, know what, what I don't know what is. comes next. <laughs> I don't know what book comes next. But it's all competitive. Oh, mate. Anything that people can be competitive about. Sleeping, yep. eating, even weight. Like weight gain at the beginning. People will be like, oh, my baby's on this percentile now. Oh, they've um, they've gained up. this much weight. They're blah, blah, blah. Oh, mine takes a bottle. Mine's breastfeeding. Honestly, just anything. And anything. I don't want to be rude, but I do just want to say. I don't give a shit. I literally couldn't <laughs> give a crap. I couldn't give a crap if your child's going to the moon at one. No. It doesn't, it makes no odds. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Row your own boat. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're not watching your lane, you're on everyone else's business. You're losing your way. Yeah. And it all evens out in the end. It does. Doesn't it? It all evens out in the end. And let's be honest, I at one point thought Colby is either going to be a CEO of a business or, well, actually, I probably think Dottie about it, Dottie, now, or she's going to be a leader in a prison (laughs) smuggling drugs in. (laughs) It's going to go one of two ways because I feel like every parent does it. I feel like there's this time when you think, yeah, they're bloody, they are a genius. We all sit there and think, yeah, but you just don't air it to no one else. No, keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it to yourself. No one cares that your child can already like stack cups or do the shape sorter. And what we should be talking about is who is actually scared of what their child is going to do when they're bigger. Like, do you sit there and think of, do you ever just stare at Joseph and go, what are you going to be? Yeah, I do. But it's mad how much people like project stuff onto just yeah. a baby. Like they'll be like, oh, he's very good with his hands. I think he's going to be an engineer. And it's like, you don't know. You, nobody knows. That might not mean anything. Yeah, he can push a train along a track. Well done. So don't worry about yeah. it. Competitiveness. You can just, you know. Just, just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore the haters. Why don't we just talk about the fact that your child took the nappy off in the night and ate their shit? <laughs> And you're sat there like, who do I talk to about this? Because my child has just recycled their own poop. What do I do? It's become a part of decor now. What's that on the wall? You call it, you call it plaster, Venetian plaster. I call it shit smeared down the wall. That makes me feel better about Joseph weeing in his mouth when he was a baby. How do you eat? What angled is Willie into? His- it's the little willies. Gets everywhere. Wow. Mm. Skills. I'm actually quite jealous. Yeah. Mine have never done that. That's pretty cool. Although pretty, pretty great. Right, with number one done, mainly from Emma because she can't hold her urine. (laughs) We're rolling in for number two. Hello, Safina and Emma. I have a secret that I have to offload. Now, I want to caveat this with, I love my children with all my heart, but their tiny taste buds are not as developed as mine. And so I hide all the good chocolate in places they cannot reach. And I leave them with the rubbish, cheap chocos. Does this make me a selfish mum? Absolutely not. (laughs) On three. Absolutely Absolutely not. not. 
Um, Emma actually has. What did you do at Easter time? Did we share this oh, with everybody? I don't know whether we did. Emma done something really genius. Well, no, I. <laughs> so basically, everyone was trying to buy the baby uh, chocolate, which he's never had before because he was like one at Easter. Um, so obviously, what I did was I welcomed that, and then me and my husband ate all of his Easter eggs. Obviously, genius, absolute genius. I'd say that's fine. I'd say it's fine. I um, I think we all eat food on the slide. I feel like. Joseph's not really there yet. No. no. The only leftovers I get from him, really, apart from at Easter, are like sloppy bits of porridge or chewed up bits of toast that he spat out. Or that a fish I just eat and chip. off the floor. Yeah. Yeah, soggy chip. Soggy chip. Um, but no, absolutely, when you can. Like, kids don't give a shit what chocolate they're eating. They'll eat anything. They'll eat anything. They eat their cheap shit out of the advent calendars, don't they, at Christmas? Well, you, and you don't really give Joseph chocolate, do you? You're not really too bothered about that. Not yet. Not but yet. do you do this with yours? Do you eat all the best, best stuff? Give them all the crap. <laughs> I'm really going to destroy everyone's dream. I don't buy a chocolate advent calendar. You don't. I need to. We give them to them, but I'm that one that always forgets. I get them something substantial. Like I like to get them like a collector figure, or Dotsy has a builder Barbie oh, nice. at Christmas time. So as much as I can avoid it, I will avoid it. But if they do have good chocolate, yeah. <laughs> I eat the whole goddamn lot. <laughs> I feel really bad at the moment, though, because where Colby is going through his milk intolerance, people keep buying him chocolate. Like when we haven't seen mm. somebody and they come round yeah. with a bag of chocolate. And you keep having to eat it. Oh, shame. Such a, it's really is such a hard life it's for tough. me. It's tough. Someone's got to do it. And me and Chris do fight over them. But I will say, I hide it all from Chris as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, any chocolate? And I'm like, actually, I've got some lovely stuff. And he's like, where the fuck have you been hiding that? <laughs> Away from you. I keep all, but no, it's totally normal. It's totally normal. Don't ever feel bad. No. Just know that there's some other mum in their kitchen doing eat, the same thing, eating the snacks. Um, I I have sometimes hidden the bathroom in at them, <laughs> you know, with a glass of bubbly. Mummy's busy. I'm having a poo. Sorry, Don't <laughs> I'll be a in. while. Yeah, ask your dad. <laughs> Go and get your dad. <laughs> But that was quite a quick one, wasn't it? You've got to get the little wins where you can. Yeah. Yes. Should we go on to number three? Yeah. Do you want to, I was going to say kick us off, but you you always start us uh, off. Oh, uh, yes. You're Sorry. a fire starter. I shall. Hi, Secret Mum Club. I've been a mum for just over 10 years now and it's the best thing in the world, but I'm scared I'm losing my own sense of identity. My whole world revolves around the kids and I don't know what to do about this feeling. Oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? That one is, that one is super sad mm. because I feel like I lost myself. Yeah. Up until... Probably, Colby was maybe four or five. Probably when he went to school, yeah. I really lost myself and I really struggled with being on the... Obviously, I was a COVID mum. So I went to... Colby started school in COVID. Yeah. And he had to stand in the queues. And I just stood there watching all these mums integrate with each other and chat with each other. And I just really lost myself. And I just remember standing in this queue like, who the fuck am I? I don't even know. And you go to school and you just become... Colby's mum. Yeah. Joseph's mum. Even when the doctor calls me, hi, yeah, is that Colby's mum? No, it's Safina. Yeah. Yeah, are you Colby's mum? Yeah, but I do I do have a name. Yeah. And at one point I did get quite angry about it because I was like, no, address me as Safina because that's my mum. I'm not just my child's mum. Yeah. Like I do have my own name. And I think sometimes 
it can be hard because not you don't always give your child's name but like something I will say is like when I was at the hospital they addressed me as Safina and even like 111 they were like hi yes that's Safina are you Dottie's mum and it was really nice it was really refreshing and I would say I've never never had that yeah but it is it is really hard like I felt like I had my shit together before I had Dottie and like I was busting around just me and Colbs we were like the awesome duo like my best friend in the whole entire world then I had dots and I had to divide myself between the two and I had to refine myself as being a cool mum to two kids yeah yeah I can't imagine throwing another one into the mix this person doesn't say how many children, children they've got no but they do refer to my vault revolves around my kids yeah so more than Maybe one and I think when one. you have multiple children you're in that baby phase for so long yeah. because they your first one might grow up and be two or three years old then you're back to the newborn yeah. bit again which is just so all-encompassing and overwhelming like yeah. you can't really have the brain capacity to think about anything else no. you're just like I can't imagine now like looking after a toddler and going through that whole newborn bit again it's just a lot. And some people are doing that three or four times, times over. So you actually have this really long period in your life where it's all just baby and kid yeah. stuff. And actually, like, where are you in the midst of all that? Like, when do you have time to do something for yourself? Where do you find the things that you're still interested in? There's not much space for that. There when isn't. you've got multiple children to look after. No. And I, even now, looking back, I would strongly promote people to just, even if it's just an hour to take a bath, mm. just to regroup yourself and even even if it is that you're single and you're you're doing it alone or your partner's working away even when the babies go to bed just to have even just half an hour to yourself just to yeah. take to yourself just to paint your nails or sit with a cup of tea and the candle on and just to really focus and just take some time to just channel yourself because yeah. I feel like sometimes we're in such a rush that we never actually stop we just do the washing we do the washing up we put the lot wine the the, the washing line out fill the line up or put the wine out put the wine out. have drink, a wine drink a wine drink a in wine. the middle of the day you're cooking dinner you're doing everything and by the time the end of the day comes all we do is just throw ourselves into bed yeah we don't have even 10 minutes 20 minutes to just wind down yeah and that's something that really worked for me is that just taking that time at the end of the day yeah to just wind down even if some days it was five minutes some days it was an hour yeah but I really try to focus on myself because it is it is scary you go up to school and you're like yeah I've got my shit together like I'm a really cool mum and I literally stood at the gate like, no, I've got no fucking idea what I'm meant to do now. He's not here. Yeah. Like I completely lost myself and I w went home and I just, I'm dreading like them both going to school after the six weeks holiday because I am that mum will just sit and cry because I wrap myself up into them for six whole weeks. Yeah. And then I completely lose myself when they bugger off to school. And yeah. I'm like, and you have to go through the process all over again. Yeah. But I would say, as everything, you aren't alone. It is a very scary process. Yeah. And I feel like when Joseph goes up to school, we'll be sat here having exactly the same conversation. <sighs> You're just being like, I'm so lost. I'm already worried about him going to university in 17 years time and being an empty nester and having no children at home. <laughs> oh, don't. I keep thinking about weddings, like saving for Dots' oh. wedding because they're going to get me. But yeah, it is, it's a mental process and it is, it is something that we're not alone in. Yeah. And we are all just going through it. But just my only device is to just focus on you, even if it's just for five minutes, 10 minutes. And yeah. just have that bit of time where you just sit and just wind down yeah. with no noise, in peace and quiet. There's a of times I've just yeah. sat in the dark. <laughs> just like, fucking, what the bloody hell just happened what just today? That? <laughs> fucking hell. Let's not do that tomorrow, guys. <laughs> but there you go. Good advice. That was our secrets of the week. I loved them. Did you? I loved it. I love this week's secrets. They were really good ones, weren't they? So thank you 
to everybody for listening and for getting in touch. It absolutely means everything to us. We love hearing them. And everybody is welcome at the Secret Mum Club. That's right. If you want to share your secrets with us, you can. The email is hello at secretmumpod.com or we're Secret Mum Pod on TikTok and Instagram. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see some more secrets. Me neither. If you're enjoying the podcast, go and tell your mum, your sister, your gran, your cousin, your next door neighbour, whoever else you think should be a member of the Secret Mum Club. And we'll we'll see you next time. See you on the flip side. See you on the flip side, mother... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.